Welcome to Total Retail Talks, your podcast channel for retail knowledge. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Total Retail Talks. I'm Joe Keenan, the Editor-in-Chief of Total Retail, and I'm joined on today's episode by Janice O'Popery, who is the Director of Product Growth at Stitch Fix. Uh, Janice and I are going to have a conversation today a little bit about how Stitch Fix is using data science across its business, particularly as it relates to product, um, which Janice is an expert in. So thanks for joining me on today's show, Janice. Thanks so much, Joe. I'm excited to connect. So Janice, to get us started, I think most in the audience are probably familiar with Stitch Fix. There may be a few that aren't, though. So if you don't mind getting us started by just telling a, a brief overview of the company. Sure. So Stitch Fix is... Um, an online personal styling and shopping service. Um, And we're really focused on transforming the way that people find what they love and then helping them look and feel like their best selves. So we actually started with the fix model and we use this word fix, um, but it's five pieces of clothing um, that are handpicked by a stylist. And we're also expanding um, and broadening our offering to serve more clients and more occasions. And so in the fall, we launched Stitch Fix Freestyle, and that's our personalized direct buy shopping channel. Um, Right now, we have roughly 4 million active clients across the U.S. and the U.K., um, and that's as well um, paired with thousands of personal stylists as well. Yeah, that that new direct-to-consumer piece as well, which you you called out, um, a new addition. Um, I'm also interested um, for some background, a little bit about your personally, Janice, tell us a little about your career, your current role at uh, Stitch Fix. Yeah, so I have always been kind of a a techie at heart. um, And as a product leader, specifically at Stitch Fix, I'm really focused on the client experience. So this spans from onboarding all the way to what we call our core experience. And so my role is really focused on um, finding new ways to bring clients in um, and then as well delighting them to stay loyal and with us over time. Uh, So this is from the moment that clients hear about us as a brand how we educate them and help them understand what we offer and who we are, how we onboard them. And then also into more of that mature end of the life cycle um, where we're listening to clients over the course of their journey and we learn um, how to delight them, whether that be the first fix they have or the 40th fix they have. So my role is really looking at ensuring that that full client life cycle is healthy um, and ensuring that the voice of the customer comes to life and is at the center of that every day. So with that voice of the customer and as you're having these interactions with um, your clients and customers, you're obviously learning about them. Um, and you're then able to then use that data to help, I, I would imagine, improve future experiences with Stitch Fix. Tell us a little bit about that process in terms of the data collection and how you're using data science across the business to improve the customer experience. Sure. So I think a good foundational understanding um, is really understanding our core business model. Um, so we're really unique in how we blend human touch through our expert stylist and then as well the precision of data science. And so what this does is it kind of creates these, these data rich feedback loops that allow us to give a tailored service at scale. So I think of um, the two arms of that, um, the, the partnership of 
the stylist and our algorithms that actually set us apart from most traditional retailers and again is really at the heart of how we're even using data science on a daily basis so if we think about it machines are really good at filtering lots of data um, so you know, like ensuring that um, clients are being sent clothes that fit their needs, their their body, their interest. Um, that's what machines are really good at. But if we take the other the other branch of that, the stylists, stylists um, are really good at building connection. And so you think of like the the listening and the learning about needs and really sharing expertise and advice. And so when we think about how we're using data science, it's really in harmony with the art side of our business. So I'll give you an example of this. Um, I became a mom in 2020, and that was a year that a lot shifted. Um, so if I think about my own home life, my interests, my needs, my social life completely changed. Um, and that's one of those moments where you do need to have that harmony of like the data science and the, the styling and the relationship. Um, and that's where the connection really comes to play because as my daily routine shifted, um, my needs shifted as well. And suddenly I had a, a new um, interest in stain resistant clothing. And so that fluctuation um, really deserves a response from both art and science in our business. As you think about marrying that art and science, as you well stated there, um, can you go into detail a little bit about the level of collaboration between the work you and your team are doing on sort of that data piece and then other departments within the organization? You talked about the stylist. I'm sure there's other pieces of the business that you're touching on a, on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Talk a little bit about some of that collaboration that's happening. So um, especially in product, I think collaboration is so critical. And so we make every decision really thoughtfully and in partnership with every arm of our business. Um, so, you know, I think this is kind of like product management um, methodology. You know, you find these opportunities, you take these client insights, and then you create these experiences. But to do that well, it requires really close work with other departments. Um, so we try to apply the knowledge that we have um, kind of all in unison, all together. So I'll give you an example of one that I think is always really familiar and probably top of mind for most people is, you know, we had this um, kind of new trend start to surface of skinny jeans or wide leg jeans and which one do you like? You can take um, these, these social trends or these broader conversational moments and because we get that insight in partnership with our marketing team, and we can review how that trend is being perceived and who's asking for it with our merchandising and algo teams, we're able to determine, hmm, do we want to start asking questions about denim or fit in a new way in our onboarding experience or for existing clients and um, what segments of our clients might be interested or trying to navigate this trend at this time. So that's kind of how we collaborate and how it comes to life. But then as well, when I think about um, how we infuse this even in a more um, steady state world, how we manage our inventory is another great example. So if we take um, kind of our, our, our algorithms, they help us understand what clients want to buy so we can stock them um, in very precise volumes. And then it helps us kind of meet client needs without waste. And so I think there's two layers here of like steady state operations and how we collaborate across all of our business functions. But then there's also these unexpected opportunities that surface maybe from 
social narrative or something shifting um, in in the in the town that that clients are coming to us saying, hey, my life has shifted or there's a new social trend we want to respond to. And so we try to collaborate across that stratification um, to make sure that we're we're seeing things end to end across both that art and science lever. How frequently, you know, that flexibility um is is critical as you think about merchandise and and your your forecasting as well how frequently are you looking i mean is this a day-to-day -day thing happening talk a little bit about kind of frequency in which you're analyzing that data to then make you know product decisions definitely so it's definitely a, a daily or more of a real-time observation so again if we think about that stratification um there's some steady state things where we always just need to kind of be in um in listening mode from a quantitative perspective but then if we think about what our clients are facing our clients are coming to us on a daily basis and their needs are shifting and so our stylists are looking at hey what does this one individual client need and how can we serve their needs so that is happening all the time, every single day, both on the quanta and the qual side. But then there's this other layer, which is um, kind of the unexpected and like something new might go viral or there might be a shift in trend, which happens, you know, through some, some lever of stasis. So, you know, you can't always predict exactly when that comes. And this is where I think product is especially important is to be able to spot those opportunities no matter what form they surface in. Um, so sometimes this can be a very structured um, opportunity that you find, and other times it might just be that you recognize that there is a social conversation happening that you want to dig into. Um, so I think it's really a mixture of kind of keeping your your um, ears open and your eyes open because those opportunities come in many different forms and they're not always structured and they're also not always internal or external or from one prescriptive audience. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. It's not always internal, external, and it's not only direct, it's not always direct, right? Like you're not, you know, you're not just, you know, obviously what your customers are telling you is super valuable, but you're kind of eyes open, ears to the ground of some of those other social trends that are happening. And then that's factoring into the algorithms as well, right? Completely. And, you know, something that I always remind myself is sometimes, you know, you have to be really thoughtful to kind of lead with understanding before prescription. Um, and so I think our stylists demonstrate this really well and just listening to um, every client um, has the opportunity to put this stylist note together, which is their note to their stylist. And so they're able to look at these individualized, unique needs all the time. And I'm really inspired by that in product um, because that's really the same lens that we take when we think about finding new experiences or building new digital experiences. Like how are we seeing these signals come in in varied forms and staying really open and receptive to finding how we solve them rather than how we quickly prescribe them. How are you surfacing these data insights to, you know, to different teams? Like, is there a, a set software, or, you know, you don't have to go in through the, you know, identifying individual programs and software solutions, but like, how are you making that unstructured data, structured data, getting this all cleaned up and surfacing it so that's able to be uh, actionable for your different uh, teams within the organization? For sure. So I'm a big believer in personal relationships. They go a really long way. Um, because if we think about, you know, there are some times where we do have to surface those, those insights to our partners, but then there are other times where they're surfacing them to us. And so I think of partnerships as a way to have that two-way street on at all times. And it's, 
not necessarily <clears throat> one specific meeting or one specific dash, though those things are helpful tools. But I, I haven't found that anything really beats personal relationships um, with clients and with your internal partners so that you can be um, kind of open and ready for, for some of those unexpected or expected um, insights that might come. From an operational perspective, um, what I found to be most helpful is, again, to bring everyone to the table. So when we are looking at an insight, looking at it collaboratively allows us to, to kind of render a definition of the opportunity and with a shared perspective. And so it might be that let's say we have a partner, um, you know, outside of product who, who finds something, <clears throat> maintaining those forums where everyone is invited, everyone is seeing the learnings, everyone's along for the journey has just been really helpful for building relationships internally, but also making sure we have a shared definition as we go forward and actually execute or move forward. So Janice, you've given us a really great overview of the ways that data science factors into the Stitch Fix business model. Um, with that in mind, can you talk a little bit about how that translates into business benefits? What are the things that you're able to pinpoint to and say, you know, we've been able to get better at this part of the business because of our effective use of data? Yes. Yeah, so I think Stitch Fix is very uniquely advantaged um, in the retail industry because we're really the first company to, to deploy this like human in the loop retail personalization at scale. Um, and so that allows us to be extremely personalized on an individual client basis, unlike any other retailer. Um, so if we kind of think about like the business uh, benefit of that, I think there's a couple places in the journey that are always top of mind. Um, so from the moment, say a client signs up, we show them personal recommendations in their home feed. So it's not a static home feed or someone has curated for you. It is genuinely your home feed is unique to you as an individual, um, as an individual client. And then we constantly are refreshing that data um, to ensure that, that that experience is always fresh and, again, always very personalized to you. And then it helps us to know what works and what doesn't work. So I really think of this as kind of like that constant real-time personalization loop um, that, you know, since we have both the data science and also the qualitative levers, we can actually do that in micro-interactions. And then as well, um, I think about kind of how we um, intentionally create moments um, that deepen engagement and then generate feedback. Um, so uh, again, this, this helps us strengthen that, that personalization loop. So we have um, Style Shuffle, which um, it has about like 9 billion ratings to date, which is quite a bit. And um, it's played by about a quarter of our clients every single month. So it's not only fun, it's not only um, kind of like a, a nice gamified moment in the experience, but it helps us ensure that we are constantly getting the latest feedback loop from our clients with a consistent pulse. Um, so if you think about um, kind of this refreshed home feed and um, the this, this style shuffle, which constantly is kind of pulsing new fresh data feedback loops for us from the client um, in this, this amazing like exchange of like what we're giving them and what they're giving us. Um, this is how we bring this to life in our client experience. Um, and it's not data science just for the sake of like having 
lots of science or lots of algorithms at play, but it's you have to kind of connect the dots of the data science to make sure that it's reaching the client, it's enriching their value, and it's also helping us learn and deliver better experiences over time as well. Yeah, those better experiences deepen the customer relationship that you were talking about. And, I'll, you know, we, we already went into a little bit about some of the inventory benefits that you potentially can see from, you know, uh, you know that management of inventory and, and predicting trend and demand a little bit better as well. Uh, before we wrap up, I, I, I want to give you the opportunity, Janice, to talk about um, the, the recent launch of the 2023 style report. I know this uh, is something that Stitch Fix is excited about. So with that in mind, could you um, talk about some of the highlights from this year's report? Absolutely. So our style forecast is one of my favorite um, releases of the year. And I think I, I personally love it because it is this rich trove of research um, where you're able to see both um, historic and future all in the same conversation. So it allows us to analyze how people are living, how they're shopping, how they're dressing, and then as well, if we look forward, where the trends are headed tomorrow. So in our 2023 report, um, we had some really interesting findings. Um, so if we take kind of what I shared earlier around like my own um, my own change in behavior as I became a new mom and the macro environment was changing so quickly in 2020, um, we're finding that that continues to be the case for how many people are shopping and making shopping decisions. Um, so like three quarters of our clients say that the economy impacts the way that they shop for clothes. And so that means that people are prioritizing you know, high quality or versatility or trend proof or what I would consider an intentional wardrobe or a capsule wardrobe. Um, so these are some of the, the different types of trends that come through in that forecast. And then as well, um, another of my favorites from this, um, from this latest is um, kind of that blend between workwear and weekend wear. I know I am one of those people who is constantly on Zoom calls and, um, like the level of comfort that I dress for work, but also helps me show up as my best self is always top of mind. So we're expecting business comfort continues to evolve and it's different based on if you're going back to work and like what you're, how you feel best when you uh, get dressed for the day. And um, again, that, that style forecast really helps us like crystallize the moment in time where we can look back based on what we've learned from our data science, but also look forward um, from like the, the view of our stylist, our merchandising pattern, uh, partners, and as well what clients are saying they're expecting next. It really just crystallizes a really amazing moment, um, kind of looking backward and forward at once. I want to take the opportunity to thank Janice Opopery, who is the Director of Product Growth at Stitch Fix, for joining us on this episode of Total Retail Talks, talking about the use of data science at Stitch Fix, as well as a little bit about its 2023 style report. So thanks for joining me today, Janice. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Joe. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please check out our podcast channel page at mytotalretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Total Retail Talks is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review this podcast. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Total Retail Talks.